0: Welcome to a walk in my stilettos, where our goal is to help you walk in your greatness. I'm your host, Makini Smith. Hey, faith walkers! Thank you for joining us on the a Walk in My Stilettos podcast, where we have conversations with amazing women that are letting us take a step into their shoes. I help women to own their stories, conquer their fears, so they can reach their goals. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding. But what interests me more is her backstory and her mindset on how she got there. So today's guest is about to bless us with her testimony. And since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. Today, we have Notabo and Kube, Dr. Thabo. She's the international TEDx speaker, coach to women, and mentor to young girls. Having overcome her own personal and professional obstacles, her powerful story encourages this generation to face their challenges and to conquer them. Having lost her mother at the tender age of 14 in Zimbabwe, her destiny led her to Canada. She had the opportunity to connect with the media mogul Oprah Winfrey and be a part of Oprah's live class. She is on a mission to use her voice to inspire and empower women to turn their struggles into strength and their pain into passion. She's been spotted on Global News TV and on the cover page of the Canadian Immigrant Magazine. And through her dedication to make a global impact, she was selected as Top 4 Immigrant Women of Influence in 2019 and nominated by Women of Influence Royal Bank of Canada for the Entrepreneur Award. So please welcome to the show, Notable.
1: Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> <Michini>. <laughs> Thank you so much for the humbling introduction.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and share your story with us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, I love to start the show with an icebreaker question because I believe that as women, we have so many different titles that we go by. Mm-hmm.
1: And I believe
0: that a title that's not given enough significance is our name because our names have meaning. Mm-hmm. and every time someone says your name, they're declaring that meaning to you. Right. So I would love to know, do you know what your name means?
1: Yes, actually, my full name is, my first name is Notabo, mm-hmm. and my middle name is Guguletu,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and my last name is Mube. Notabo means mother, teacher of joy. I believe I'm called to spread joy in the world. And Guguletu means our precious gift from above.
0: Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So every time someone says your name, they're declaring that. Well, for sure.
1: And we all have the power to own and embody the meaning of our names as well. You know, Absolutely. I think for me that is key for us to, to understand that.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So share with us, what did you want to be when you were a little girl?
1: I've always wanted to be a doctor. And that was, you know, for the most part, influenced by both my parents who were both teachers in Zimbabwe. So yeah, I've always wanted to be a doctor.
0: Awesome. So what inspired you to become a coach?
1: Now, (laughs) you know, life uh, has a beautiful way of unfolding, uh, leading us to where we're supposed to be. Um, I would say becoming a doctor for me was part of the journey, leading me to recognizing my own authentic voice of using my God-given gifts and talents to, to inspire and to empower, particularly the girl child and other women. So I would say it was what inspired me was my painful journey, having gone through so many different challenges, from losing my mother at the tender age of 14, to you know, finding myself living in community housing subjected to poverty, um, and recognizing how so many girls in those communities didn't have a voice of their own and they didn't have anybody who could who could inspire them, who could empower them, or just even having a mentor to hold their hand as they are unfolding their own individual journeys. So I felt a need to use my own voice and my own story um, to inspire them, but to also coach them as well. So that way they could align themselves with who they they truly are and live out their God-given potential.
0: Mm, I love that. Mm. So can you share, I mean, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago and you were sharing with me the story of the promise that you made to your mother and how you, and how you ended up here
1: in Canada
0: today. So can you share that with the audience?
1: Right. So, I was born and raised in Zimbabwe, as Kenya already shared with everyone. And at the tender age of 14, unfortunately, my mother passed away in a tragic accident. As I was saying my last goodbyes to my mother, watching her lying down in her coffin, I made a promise to her using these words. I said, Mama, niletemba, which means, Mama, I'm hopeful. I continued and said, I will try by all means. And I'll strive to be a doctor. And those words were divinely recorded in a video. And I do believe that in itself was a force above me, God, grace, divine intelligence, whatever we choose to call it, that allowed that beautiful, profound, prophetic moment to happen at my moment of pain. And that promise itself, kidney, has served as a guiding light in my journey and it is because of that promise that destiny led us to canada where we found ourselves living in community housing um subjected to poverty exposed to prostitution drug dealers and and teenagers who had often dropped out of co- out of college and and high school and so for me it was really tough having to to go up, being exposed to all these different things, uh, we, which really, honestly, were not in sync with the, with the dreams, with the big dreams that I held for myself. And then around that time, that's when I came in alignment with a program called Pathways to Education. This is the program that provided me with the mentor, uh, with the tutor, and it was also through the program that I got a full ride scholarship into McMaster University. When I met her at McMaster University, I did that's where I did my prerequisites, and from there I applied to to Windsor University School of Medicine. And unfortunately, the, the pathways to education scholarship couldn't continue funding for my studies because it was a lot more expensive. Of course, medical school was a lot more expensive. And then one day, where I, I so happened to be talking to a friend of mine over the phone, and she says to me, Well, Oprah Winfrey is all about empowering the girl child in women through education. Maybe you may want to go over on her website and see if she has anything available for somebody like yourself with such a powerful story. And then I went on the Oprah Winfrey website and there was nothing related to bursaries or scholarships. There was nothing of that nature. And then I the first thing that popped up actually on that website was tell us your story. You become what you believe. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I quickly typed in at the age of 14, I made a promise to my mother and I'm just starting medical school now. This was back in 2011. Now I know for sure that God led me on that website. So that way I could see that and um, be a part of that life class And so I made it to Chicago and I was the youngest in the room. They had selected about 40 women with powerful stories, uh, stories that spoke to becoming what you believe. And for me, just sitting in that room, McKinney, listening to incredible voices, stories of amazing women who had managed to turn their pain into their calling and turn their struggles into their strength, and particularly Oprah Winfrey's story, which really spoke so much to me, um, how she came from rural Mississippi and she managed as a voice of hope and inspiration for such a time as this. For me, that spoke volumes and it reminded me as young as I was, I was 22 years old at the time, I knew intuitively that I too have what it takes to turn my struggles into strength, that I too have what it takes to overcome my, my struggles, my circumstances, and be able to to live a purpose-driven life. And so that was the moment that changed the trajectory of my life. That was the moment that shifted my perception of who I was and the pain that life had thrown at me at a tender age. And uh, then I continued on already knowing at that time that I'm called to, to inspire and to empower humanity, and to raise consciousness as well, and to to also give people hope. And then I continued on with my studies, graduated from, from medical school, and at this time I already knew why. why, so I did not even bother to continue on <laughs> with medicine. <laughs> and I had to take a big leap of faith there because it didn't make sense to anybody, not my friends, not my family, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then around the time, that's when another friend sent my, sent my story to the TEDx recruiters. And then they invited me over to come and share my story on the TEDx platform. And that was actually my first time speaking before an audience. So I wow. knew that was a big sign. <laughs> yeah. I knew that was a big sign from the universe, like that little wink, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That you get along the way, <laughs> that wink reminding you of the power in you, that wink reminding you of the calling and purpose that is in you. And then spoke there. And then thereafter, I was invited to speak in South Africa before an audience of about 5,000 people alongside the magnificent Lisa Nicole's. And uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, both of which are part of the movie The Secret. I'm not too yeah. sure if you know it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I, and that was my second opportunity after the TEDx opportunity speaking before an audience, but that was huge because that was at Centen Convention Center in South Africa, and this is one of the biggest thees out there. So and then continued on, came back to Canada, started applying for different speaking opportunities and then had a few people reaching out, asking me to coach them and some young girls seeking mentorship opportunities as well. Then, you know, just continued on the path. But, you know, I would say the unfolding of my journey, the beautiful defining moments that I've lived through have led me to the space of knowing that which I am,
0: Mm -hmm. of knowing
1: exactly what I'm called to do. And now I can better articulate it. I don't think I could have been able to articulate it back in the day when I was young. But now I know for sure that I'm called for such a time as this to give people hope, to connect with humanity, to raise consciousness, to inspire people, to empower people, to help people awaken to to their calling and purpose in life. That's what I'm here to do. It brings me so much joy to be able to do what I do now. And I want the same for each and everybody who is listening in right now. I want everybody who's looking at me and watching me become to be reminded that they too have what it takes within them to live a life of meaning. It's Mm not only for a special few. It's for all of us. We all have what it takes. And it is up to you, it is up to you to shift the lens through which you see yourself so that way you can connect with your purpose in a richer and in a deeper way. I always say to people, everybody has an idea of what their purpose is, but there are few people who are bold enough and courageous enough to actually pursue it. Mm-hmm. And there's people like you, McKinney are owning their truth who are owning their narrative and um, and paving the path really but more than anything as you do what you do you're shining a light in another you're, you're reminding another woman to do the same right, right. so that's half the work that we do and um, you know I look forward to to helping a lot more women a lot of more young girls um, so that way they can connect with with their true purpose in life. That's what
0: I'm here to do. I love that. Love, love, love that. So you mentioned um, The Secret and Lisa Nichols and Michael Beckwith. So Bob Proctor, who was also featured in The Secret, is one of my personal mentors. Amazing. And I, you know, a lot of people don't even know this, but he lives in, in Canada, in Toronto, and really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why was I thinking he's in the U.S. all the time? <laughs> no, he lives here. And funny enough, I had a friend of mine after I had gone through my divorce and after my sister passed away back in 2012 that forced know? me to watch the movie The Secret.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I wasn't prepared for it back then. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm i going to say I wasn't open. I wasn't ready to receive it, but I watched it. And mm-hmm. I started to implement small things like, you know, the vision board and um, visualization of, you know, what it is that I want for my life. Mm-hmm. And I was selling real estate full time back at the time. And I've told the story a couple of times in the podcast, but I had a complete stranger who was following my tweets on Twitter who wow. called me and because my number was on the internet, he called and he said, you know, I love the positivity that you put out there. And I have an opportunity for you to hear Bob Proctor speak for free. I think that you would really enjoy that. And oh, wow. I thought it was a hoax. I thought, you know, he was playing with me. And I I also thought it was weird because I had been looking into Bob Proctor's The Matrix course that weekend mm-hmm. and it was thousands of dollars. And this man was offering me an opportunity to hear Bob speak for free. And I thought, this is a joke. So Mm. I kind of brushed him off and told him to send me an email. And when he did, it was a picture of him and Bob Proctor. Mm. And he was inviting me to a hotel conference room in Richmond Hill, Toronto. And I Mm. thought, okay, this is weird. (laughs) And Mm. a part of me wanted to go and a part of me thought, "Mm, maybe this could be dangerous. So I told a close friend that I was going and everything that could go wrong that day in order for me to get there went wrong, like ran out of gas, I got lost, babysitter didn't show up, the whole nine yards. But anyway, I made it there. And when I got there at the entrance of the doorway, Bog Proctor was standing there greeting people as they came in the room. And I thought, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I was actually you know, pretty nervous and thinking it was going to be a much bigger room, but it was a room of about 30 people. And I went in. Wow. And the stranger who had invited me came and introduced himself and told me to go have a seat. And everyone had already, because I was late, everyone had already formed conversations and were networking. And I just walked over to an empty table to sit down by myself. And this lady came over and started talking to me and was asking me questions. And she's like, oh, wow, you know, your story is so inspiring. You should tell my husband. And I was Mm -hmm. like, who's your husband? And she turns around, she's like, Bob, and calls Bob Proctor over. Wow. (laughs) So my jaw hit the floor. But long story short, I stayed connected with them. I was able to be hands-on mentored by Bob, his wife, and his daughter, Colleen, for just over a year. Linda, his wife, wrote the foreword for my first book. And just learning from them completely changed my life and how I look at sharing my story. So there's so much power in The Secret and all of the people that have been featured in that documentary. But just like you said, we all have that untapped potential within us. We all have the potential to be great and to, you know, share our voice and our stories to help other people. So I would Mm -hmm. love to know what inspires you the most about what you do. For me, it's
1: being able to create aha moments in another Mm -hmm. Being able to bring another girl child, another woman to a place of recognizing who they are. Because see, McKinney, when you share your story, a lot of people are listening to you. They are thinking and assuming that all these miraculous, divine things that have happened to McKinney can only happen to McKinney. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But the deeper truth is it's happening to McKinney or rather McKinney is recognizing it and owning it because she has opened her heart to seeing Mm -hmm. it and to receiving it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you have somebody who's operating from higher consciousness, they're able to bring you to a place of you shifting the lens through which you see yourself, through which you see the unfolding of your journey. Because I know for sure that from the time we were born, life has been divinely guiding and protecting us and sending us these divine whispers and signs which remind us who we are. We are here on earth ultimately to remember that which we are. Who we are is set in stone, but we're here to bring it into physical manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's being in a place now where I'm able to shine my light in another And bring another sister to a place of saying oh yeah this is who I am this has always been happening it creates a shift and you don't remain the same Mm -hmm. you start to walk differently and to talk differently you start to embody your calling differently and I believe that's what it should be all about we're here all to use our gifts and our talents and our personalities to serve other people's lives. And so once you you awaken to that truth about who you are, everything changes, everything shifts, and all of a sudden you start to recognize how how the universe has always been supporting you. So that's what brings me joy the most, and that's what inspires me. I
0: love that. I love that. So what advice would you give to a woman that is afraid to share her story? I would
1: say, number one, don't be afraid. It's your truth. It's your truth. It's what you're called to do. And remember always that as you as you share your truth, as you share your light, your wisdom, you allow and give permission for others to do the same. So that alone should inspire you to continue on and boarding and you, sharing your story and, and never be afraid of what other people will think. When I started out on this journey, I, I would say I was most afraid of what people would say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Particularly family and friends, you know, I was truly afraid. And for years, I was afraid to just step out boldly into my calling because of, oh, what will they say? How will they look at me? You know, all these different questions and all those questions don't matter and they don't have power over who God has called you to be. Mm -hmm. you know so don't be afraid step into your truth own your light um that's what you're called to do um
0: just be you you know something i learned from my mentor Bob proctor he always says why are you concerned with what people think if you listen to what they say and you look at what they do they will tell you and show you that they are not thinking (laughs) So why yeah. are you so concerned with what they For think sure. you? Yeah. you? <laughs>
1: because you know what it is, Makina? I feel like everybody thinks that other people know better, mm-hmm. but that's not the case. Right. Most of the people that are looking at you weird and thinking you've lost your mind are the ones that actually need you the most. They're the ones who need your light the most mm-hmm. because they are in darkness, right? Yes. So don't be afraid to be the light. That's what you're called to be. That's what you're called to do, to be the light. Um, so that way others can do the same, can own and can own their light and share their light, right? Absolutely. So we're need to shine a lot more a light more candles, right? So that we can all together bright shine shiny bright, right? So yes. that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I guess the metaphor or the way that I look at myself is being a lighthouse. And Mm -hmm. shedding that light so that other people can see the path in which, Mm -hmm. you know, they they need to go on or that they're meant to to follow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would love for you to finish this sentence. Resilience Mm -hmm. is?
1: Resilience is me showing up to do my calling even when I'm afraid.
0: Mm. I love that. Mm. Even when you're afraid, I think that part is very important because there are a lot of people that will assume that when they see other women doing courageous things, that they're not afraid or that they've never felt fear. The fear exists, but you do it anyway, or the fear exists, but you push through it. Mm -hmm. It's not that it doesn't exist.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure.
0: So what is one thing that you wish people really knew about Notabo?
1: I wish people knew that I have times when when I have self-doubt. I have times when I'm afraid. I have times when I question my own existence. I question my own calling. I have times when I don't feel good enough. I have times when I need hope and inspiration to continue on. I'm just mm-hmm. like everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I've I'm just like everybody else, but I've made a conscious decision to do everything that I do afraid. And that's why I continue on the path.
0: I think it's so important that you shared all of those things because, Mm -hmm. for example, you know, you saying that you have times when you still feel afraid or when you have the negative Mm -hmm. self talk or the doubt or all of those things. And that is a reason why we pushed others in personal development is to show them there are tools and are ways to get through these things because we all experience those things it mm-hmm. even though we've had these beautiful opportunities and connected with these other thought leaders and are helping and mentoring other people it doesn't mean we don't feel the same feelings we're human beings mm-hmm. so I, I love that you share that yeah Have you had any, I'm going to say, in real life uh, coaches or mentors that have helped you along the way? I have. I have uh, quite
1: a few, I would say. I wouldn't be the woman that I am without my mentors and coaches. Each and every one of them has contributed significantly into my life Mm -hmm. and are the reason why I've also grown into a deeper level of awareness about who I am.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I would truly encourage everybody to get a mentor or a coach. They make the difference. They make the difference in your purpose journey. So I I would definitely encourage everybody to have somebody that they can open their heart to, be transparent with, be vulnerable with.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And um, somebody who's going to hold their hand in the process. Because sometimes it does get lonely, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're always looking for looking for hope, I would say. But if at least you have that person that you can call, somebody that you can trust, who'll be there for you, who will hold your hand, it makes the journey
0: much more easier.
1: So absolutely. No man yeah. is an island. Yes, no man is mm-hmm. an
0: island. I find that just like you, coaches and mentors have played a significant role in mm-hmm. who I am today. Mm-hmm. They have allowed me to skip some of the pitfalls and some of the errors that they have made. You know, they've helped guide me onto the path that I'm meant to be on. They've opened mm-hmm. doors for me. They've, you know, spoken life into me. Mm-hmm. They've given opportunities to me that I may not have come across otherwise. Mm-hmm. So for me, I find that coaches and mentors are extremely valuable even if they're not coaches and mentors in real life. Like I was um, speaking recently, recently. That is so
1: true and powerful, Makini. I love what <laughs> you said. Even though they're not your coach or mentor in real life, that is mm-hmm. so powerful. I love that. But sometimes we think... Um, a coach and a mentor is somebody that you've seen in real life, but no, Mm -hmm. um, I'm always listening to people online on
0: YouTube. Right. Those are my coaches too. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I tell people, if you cannot find a coach or mentor in real life, go Mm -hmm. to the internet and seek Mm -hmm. out people who are in the position that you desire to be in people who are, you know, if you are in a particular industry, seek out the top people who are in that industry that are doing well. And, you can have them as your online mentors you know look at their journey study where they've come from listen to all of the interviews that they're on read all of the blogs and pieces that they've written read their books and there's so much that you can learn from their journey to get to where you need to go
1: mm. wow powerful <laughs> wow.
0: so i would love to know what is your self care routine look like oh wow well i'll start off by by how I start my day, I meditate.
1: I have my alone time, and then sometimes that is the moment where I receive downloads from above. Mm-hmm. and then I'll just write them down. Um, and then I go for for a walk, thirty minutes at least, um then get started with my day. then I repeat the same thing in the evening. Um, with also positive affirmations as well. Before I sleep, I listen to something that is positive, something encouraging. I listen to a lot of meditations by Louis Hay. That Mm -hmm. keeps me grounded and keeps me hopeful and positive. Yeah, basically, that's what it looks like for me.
0: I love that. You know, I love to ask the women that come on the show that question because everyone has their routine or rituals that they use to keep them grounded, to keep them Mm -hmm. sane, to help them relax. And it's all about routines, right? Our routines in the day are what help us to be our best selves. Right, right. So I have a completely random question, which I love to ask everyone that comes on the show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So there's this article on Reader's Digest that basically says your favorite type of shoe says a lot about your personality. And so far, it has been on point. So I'm just and that it stays that way so i would love to ask you what is your favorite type of shoe is it like a high heel boot a running shoe a flip-flop a pump a wedge a...
1: it's uh for me it's a pump a point pump. A pump. yeah
0: okay that's
1: there about my personality
0: let's see yeah Pump fans are boss women. To be honest, a pump fan is a total girl boss and she knows it. You're competitive, resolute, and intimidating to those who can't keep up with your pace. This is the most mature of all the shoes. It's someone who is caring, efficient, and powerful. They're usually in a leadership role. And when everything is falling down around you, everyone will turn to the pump woman and say, what now? And then the pump woman will step in and kick ass and take care of business. <laughs> wow! <laughs> look at that. Cause <laughs> we all need a pump woman <laughs> to get the job done. <laughs> yeah, yep, they do. They do. That's me. That's me. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So before we go to the final segment of the show, I want you to tell people where they could stay connected with you online. Okay.
1: So, Well, on Instagram, my name is Dr. Tabo, D-R-T-H-A-B-O, and on Twitter, um, Dr. Tabo, again, D-R-T-H-A-B-O underscore, and then on Facebook, it's my page, it's go by Dr. Tabo, and my personal page, it's Notabo Nube, which is my full name, N-O-T-H-A-B-O, and my last name, N-C-U-B-E, Notabo Nube.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I will definitely have the direct links to all your socials in the details section so they can just click and follow you directly. They won't have to search too far. Thank you so much. No problem. So the final segment of the show, I call it A Walk in Her Wisdom, where I ask reflection questions and you just share the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Name a book that has changed or greatly impacted your life.
1: Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh.
0: Hmm. I would love to know a little bit more about that. Can I ask Have why? you read
1: that one? Not yet? No, not yet. It's powerful. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. If you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say and why?
1: I am the light of the world.
0: Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it will say. Okay. Name one of the most worthwhile investments you've ever made. And that could be money, time, energy.
1: Okay. Inversement into my education.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Love it. Name a new belief, behavior, or habit that has improved your life in the last five years.
1: The power of writing your dreams down, keeping a gratitude journal, just mm-hmm. taking account of all the good things that um, have happened in your life, even the small little things that you're grateful for that happen on a daily basis. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I had somebody reach out to me about a month ago. Uh, They remembered me from, from medical school and they said, you know, Tabo, every time I would see you when we're still in medical school and we're taking breaks um, in between studying, you would always you would always say to me, you're going to become an international speaker. So now that I see you being on all these different stages (laughs) in the world, it's so inspiring and empowering because I can literally remember you telling me all these things when we're still in school. So I do believe that our words and thoughts have the power to shape our destiny. Uh, We are in total control of who we become. So definitely gratitude journal, um, writing all your dreams down on, on paper, keeping a, a vision board
0: and uh, yeah, you, you become what you think you are. That's Absolutely. what it is. Absolutely. I, I love all of those things. Like I I do all of those, um, mm-hmm. you know, writing down my goals, the vision board. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the act of actively practicing gratitude, which is why I produced the gratitude journal that I have out. And there's also like the couples gratitude journal, but practicing on a daily basis I found has made a major, major right. change in my life. Yeah, right. So I love that. Awesome. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. I would say to my younger self, relax, Stay present. Stay true to who you are. Everything will be okay. Everything is unfolding exactly like how it's supposed to. You're not late. You are right where you're supposed to be. Walk your journey. Never stop believing in yourself. And remember always that you are one with God. God is with you. So you have what it takes to create whatever it is that you envision for yourself. You are enough. Yeah.
0: That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to you and I was like, it, 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 if I didn't know better, I'd be like, did I send you questions in advance and you have that prepared somewhere? Like. <laughs> No, but I'm like, no, yes. I never send the questions in advance. <laughs> that that yeah. just sounded so I beautiful.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I should have asked for them, my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: oh, nice. Wow, I love that. Okay. Yeah. What have you become better at saying no to in the last five years?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. I've And that could be, you know, distractions, invitations, mm. family
1: yeah you know what for me it's invitations um invitations to social gatherings, invitations to to set events which don't align with who I am
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh but also, I would say being able to say no with no explanation <laughs> absolutely you know it has taken me a long time to get here, but yeah, now I do say no with no explanation. Before, I was the kind of girl who would try and explain why I cannot come and all this stuff. But now, no is enough. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's a complete sentence I'm learning now.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I think it's important that people um, get to the place of being able to maintain healthy boundaries, Mm -hmm. um, for your own sanity, and uh, so that way you are also in control of your own life and destiny right you should yes. never ever give power to anybody else and what i've come to learn as well from people like oprah winfrey is that the ones that truly care for you the ones that truly matter they will never be mad at you saying no to that
0: that's right the only yep. people trying to break your bound the only people who are upset free y- with you for having boundaries are those people who are trying to break them
1: Thank you. Exactly. They're the ones with ulterior motives. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, But the ones that are truly for you, they won't mind you saying no. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to get here,
0: though. Wow. Listen, I just turned 40, and I feel like I used to say no, but didn't realize until this year that Mm. I had to get better at saying no. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) so what what's a part of your journey that people don't see wow it's the sleepless nights Mm. the pain Mm.
1: the the self-doubt that creeps in here and there Mm -hmm. the confusion sometimes Wow. Yeah, all of that, yes. And, and and a lot of people see me this. I know that I have a strong personality. So um, what a lot of people see is the strong personality and they always assume that Matabo has it all together. Um, but no, not always, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still have those moments where I cry myself too bad. I still have those moments where I don't believe in myself. I'm just like anybody else, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But you now, what sets me apart is that I am willing. I am willing to pursue my purpose, even though I'm afraid. I'm willing to pursue my purpose, even during times when I doubt myself. Right? Um, I have a daring spirit, I would say, and um, that—that's th- what sets me apart. I've—I've I've made a conscious decision to do it, afraid.
0: I love that. Yeah, I love that. Okay, last but not least, what do you wish women would do more of supporting each other? Mm. Um,
1: taking the time to network and to surround themselves around other women, but more than anything to truly support each other. I find um a lot of women we we stick together, but we don't truly support each other right. right. There's a whole lot of nonsense that goes on behind the scenes, so I would say to truly support your sister Um, stand with them in whatever way you can just because Makini is shining her light in such a beautiful way doesn't mean that you cannot do the same and you acknowledging Makini's beauty or or acknowledging Makini's papers doesn't diminish your light or your papers in any way
0: Right. absolutely I truly believe the exact same thing and I feel like like you said there are a lot of people having women empowerment events, but they can't really stand women. (laughs) Or (laughs) I do that all the time. All the time.
1: And and I'm constantly asking myself, then what are we doing then? (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, so why are we here? You know, why are we sharing this positive message with everybody else when really that's not what, that's not what we're doing behind the scenes, you know? And I have to say this, um, I remember when you shared your post about being nominated by RBC and Women of Influence, I reached out to you and said, McKinney, I'd love to use your um your your caption and all the stuff because it was so beautifully articulated. I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. A lot of women would find a problem with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so you saying yes to that showed me what kind of a woman you are. And my hope for you is that you continue being exactly how you are. Um, you know, recognizing that just because you've given permission for somebody else to use that does not take anything away from who you are, right? Because right, that's right. how it
0: is out there, right? God does not run out of blessings. You know no, what I mean? No, not at all. God has enough.
1: <laughs> exactly. Enough abundance in the universe. It's enough for each and every one of us. I wish every woman would truly, truly, truly understand that. You know, there's so much for all of us. And if God has called you to something, that means God has equipped you with something that is unique to only you. Right. Nobody can do my, my kinney like how my kinny can do my kinney. You know, mm-hmm. nobody can do tower like how tabo can do tabo. That's just what it is. Let's just support each other and allow our light to shine um and shine the world with our own, with our own individual uh, personalities. That's what we're here to do.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I do want to thank you for even just sharing that story. Um, You know, when you messaged and asked if you can use my caption, I was like, yeah, sure, Mm. go ahead. Like to me, there's no competition in that. There's no like sharing is caring, like go right ahead. There's enough, you know, for us to, to all share. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess what, What warms my heart is, you know, I do stuff like that all the time. I don't speak Mm -hmm. about it. I don't post about it. So I'm just Mm -hmm. so grateful when women like yourself come on and share that. Like I've had women come on the podcast and share stories where I've literally taken the shoes off of my feet and given it to them when they needed it for an event or little things like that where I don't, I don't ever speak of, but when you guys come on and share that, that just warms my heart to know that I have left you with something like, I just want to know that I leave people better than I found them amazing and that shows who you are who you truly are not what we see on social media
1: you know uh, the branding and all the stuff which is good but really branding is your character Mm -hmm. it's who you are at your core so thank you for embodying what your your brand stands for what your brand stands for not a lot of people are able to do that and I always say it's not just about branding it's what is behind the brand it's Mm -hmm. the spirit and the energy that is, be, uh, that is behind the brand, you know? That's mm-hmm. what truly that is most. It's not about uh, securing all these engagements and coaching clients and all this stuff. No, it's who you are, your personality, your light, your grace, your love for people, for humanity, um, your kindness. That, that's, that's what makes us who we are as a people. So Absolutely. Um, and for me, that really honestly um, spoke, to, spoke volumes to me about who you are.
0: Thank you so much, Natabu. I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us. I truly appreciate you. Yeah,
1: thank you so much, Makini, for having me. It was, I enjoyed it.
0: It was (laughs) awesome. I have to say that it was really, really different and, and unique. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. And to all of you faith walkers out there until next time, subscribe on all platforms and rate the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. and join the community of faith walkers and sign up for our weekly newsletter at a walk my And don't forget to grab one of my personal development books available online everywhere. And if you can think of one person that would receive value from today's show, please share it with them. Share in testimony with them screenshot this week's episode and tag us on instagram you can tag myself at the real makini smith and you can tag notable at dr tavo and continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos in a manner worthy of your calling